it's an invitation for me to ask myself, is this what I really want? Am I truly committed? Am I going to let five people, 10 people, thousands of people with fire extinguishers come put out the fire that I want to create for myself? Because if I am, maybe this isn't even the right fire to be building in the first place. Welcome to the How to Empower, Create, Encourage podcast. You're here with me, your host, Alessandra Guerra. Hi, I'm so glad you're here with me today. Diana and I had so much fun because of you and the questions that you submitted, so thank you. I'm excited to share this experience with you, so turn up the volume and let's get started. Diana, welcome to the podcast. I'm so grateful that you could join me. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for having me, Alessandra. We had so much fun receiving the questions that you guys sent us. Today's topic is all about how to play with fire, how to go for the dream, take risks, even if it means potentially getting burnt. We're going to jump right into the questions. The very first question is, what should motivate us to just go for it? Should it be a personal decision or how do we decide? Oh my goodness. When I think about this, I just think about, okay, Do I really want this? Is this something that other people are putting on me? Is this something that exterior influences are making me desire? Or is this something that I want? I figure out the core reason of why I want this. Yes, what we do in life affects other people. And we should take that into consideration if we're married, if we have children. But at the end of the day, the decisions we make, they should be with our judgment. And if we've counseled with the Lord. There have been times where... I have not gone for something and nobody else is regretting that. I'm regretting that. There have been times where I've gone for something and it's worked out and been amazing, or even if it hasn't, but just that feeling of going for it, that exhilarating feeling of, I trusted myself. I did what I wanted. I fought for what I wanted and I took my shot. No one else is feeling that exhilaration. No one else is building confidence because of that or affirmations because of that. I am because it was my experience. Beautiful. I totally agree with you. The next question is when has been a time that you've gotten burned while going for your dreams? Oh my goodness. I think this question should be when has there not been a time (laughs) you've gotten burned while going for your dreams? Whenever you try something new, something that you're inexperienced at, yes, there are definitely risks of burning things, burning yourself, burning other people. But I think that in the end, The fact that I went for those things that I tried is beautiful. I took the risk of opening my heart and falling in love. Things with that person didn't work out, actually. And you can say I got burned in that sense. I hadn't allowed myself in the past to even be vulnerable enough or open enough to allow myself to feel that for somebody. You know what? Even though it didn't work out, that feeling of being in love had me on cloud nine and (laughs) recognizing those qualities in someone else and making them feel special and respecting them and loving them because they're just so amazing and you find them so fascinating. And all of that is just a wonderful experience to have. I don't regret it. So yes, I've been burnt. I've been burnt for playing with fire and and I would do it again. Thank you so much. I love the way you express that and that you shared that. I guess to answer that question for me, I also fell in love a little while ago and I entered a relationship 
for the first time in two years. And I had avoided relationships at all costs for two years. When my ex-boyfriend asked me, will I be in a relationship with him? (laughs) My entire nervous system shut down. My physiological (laughs) response. Oh my. Nervous laughter. I was stress sweating. I was like, what? But hyperventilating (laughs) folks. I was there. I was there that night. I got to hear the story. If, if I had focused my ears a little bit more, I would have heard the. (gasps) (gasps) At one point it got so bad that I literally like started touching my chest and my neck. And I was like, I can't breathe. And I had to like go out to the porch. (laughs) And he came. (laughs) We were talking. And he just kept asking. And it was just like a really incredible experience. But I just remember how difficult it was to finally said yes. Like this man had to ask so many times in the course of 40 minutes as I had nervous laughter after nervous laughter as my sort of was stress sweating, literally had to leave the house. (laughs) And I just think about so many things about that relationship. And I'm so happy because at the time I was dreaming of a kind of relationship with a man who like a very loving relationship and a very safe relationship, a relationship that was very growth mindset focused with a man who was emotionally intelligent and funny and sexy and curious. And just, he was all of those things at that time. I'm so happy that even though I was scared, oh my gosh, was I scared? And did I have so many interesting physiological responses and my poor nervous system was going haywire, but I'm so happy that I pushed through to be in that relationship. Now that relationship ended about three months ago and it was brutal, devastating when it ended. It literally, when you're in love and you're in a happy, healthy relationship, like I was, everything in life was roses and rainbow, just like every single thing. Cause you're just like daydreaming about the person. You're just so happy. Everything is like sprinkled with like huge mm-hmm. helpings of amazing and wonder. And like, everything's beautiful girl. When preach. we broke up, I was so heartbroken. Everything sucked. Every single area of my life was sprinkled with breakup suck just everywhere constantly. And it was devastating, but knowing how it ends, would I still go through everything I went through to be in that relationship with that person. Yes, I absolutely would. I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about the kind of person that I am, the kind of person that I want to be with and the kind of relationship that I want. I'm so grateful for that experience. I'm so grateful for those scars, for those burnings, because it brought me closer to myself. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a hand Give a hand to Alexandra. <laughs> I am so proud of this woman. I just think it's beautiful the way that you shared your story of falling in love and how you would do it again. For those of you listening to our beloved podcast, you'll have the pleasure of finding out that we actually went through these experiences at the same time. <laughs> we fell in love at the same time. We broke up literally days apart. Two days apart. Two days apart. It does suck, but I am so happy that we both did that. And I am so proud of you, Alessandra, for, wow, just putting yourself in that position and being willing to do it again because life is about 
playing with fire and finding out how that heat can cook up something amazing that you didn't know before. If you're not willing to play with that fire, of course, we're not talking literally, please wear oven mitts and (laughs) and please, please don't burn yourselves. You really can cook up something beautiful. Oh, I love the way you express that. I think back to the time where I was avoiding relationships at all costs. Yeah, I didn't get burnt, but I wasn't able to, like you said, cook something beautiful and I wouldn't trade that for anything. And now after being through that heartbreak, there's no part of me that says I want to avoid relationships at all costs. I'm not ready for a relationship right now, but I don't want to avoid them because I I don't want to miss out on cooking something beautiful. Yes, girl. You put that (laughs) chef hat on. (laughs) Okay. This leads perfectly into our next question. How do you know when you're too hungry, when you go for your dreams, but you want more and more? Is there even such a thing as being too hungry? Are dreams like an a la carte menu or more like a buffet? Ooh, woo. I love this question. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'll give my thoughts first. I think you can be mm, too hungry or too fed or too stuffed. Huh? That's actually a thinker. There we go again. <laughs> I think that we need to have a balance that it's possible for people to be chasing dream after dream after dream and neglecting these beautiful plants or seeds that they have in front of them because they're trying to build a whole garden when first they need to focus on, you know, a couple square feet and really make sure that they grow. So I think a balance is necessary. You could dream about families. You can dream about so many different aspects of your life and you can accomplish all of them. All of these things could be accomplished. But I believe that if you want to make sure that your meal turns out well, then focus on your favorite plate, cook it well so that all these other things you're cooking don't get burnt or don't get cold. Wow. I love that. That's actually a really great analogy because if you've got too many things going on in the kitchen, there's no way that you can do all that unless you have help. If you have other people in the kitchen, if you have a whole team of sous chefs or something like that in the kitchen with you, then you can probably keep all those things going. Amen, sister. (laughs) Okay. Next question. I struggle with the after part of playing with fire. I go for what I want, but then a bit later when things get hard, while I'm working to achieve the dream, I want to give up because I've gotten sick of the struggle of playing with fire. How do I pull through those times? Wow. What an amazing question. I think we've all asked ourselves this question before. And Alessandra, you are a wonderful example to me of continuing to be diligent and overcoming difficulties. So I would love to hear your thoughts first. You are so sweet. Diana is literally my crush of life. Like if there is a male version of Diana, I would marry him tomorrow. Like no joke. (laughs) I would marry him tomorrow. Not today because I've got a lot of things going, but I'd clear my entire (laughs) schedule for tomorrow and I would marry him tomorrow on the spot. (laughs) Just bring him, just bring him over. (laughs) So I doesn't even need a ring. (laughs) Honestly, he wouldn't. He'd just be like, hey, I'm just like Diana. Marry me? And I'd be like, yes. He wouldn't oh even need goodness. to be asked. I'd just be like, we'd read our minds. That's how in tune. 
Like, yes. <laughs> I love like, you. Yes, let's go. <laughs> okay, so I love this question. My friend Kendra actually submitted this question. The first thing that came to mind is just how it takes an intense amount of concentration and dedication to play with fire so you don't get burned. We've already done the quick disclaimer, but I'm going to throw it in again. Playing with fire is an analogy that we're using for bravely risking to do what we need to do to go for our dreams. We're not actually encouraging anyone to literally play with fire. Just yes, quick, please don't do that. Quick people. disclaimer, no, no flames. It does take an immense amount of concentration to play with fire so that you don't get burned. I would say ask for help. Have someone tag you out take a seat by the fire and enjoy the fire. It's okay to stop playing for a little bit. You don't have to keep the fire growing. Just sit down, have someone else take over for a part of they can delegate. Or if not, sit down. A fire is a beautiful thing to watch. Play some music, go a little further back, look at the stars. I think that it's really important to take care of ourselves. I love everything you mentioned about asking for help. Sometimes we underestimate the power of asking for help. We wonder, oh no, if my dreams are failing, my business is failing, my relationship is failing, I'm doing everything I can. Sometimes we need to remember that, yes, we can create the life we want. We can create our attitude. We can create our thoughts. We can create our mood we can create a lot of things in our life but there are certain things that we don't have control of like traffic weather sometimes the stock market you know <laughs> there's certain things we don't have control of and if the rain is just pouring and it's about to put your fire out you know what what if it gets to that point your fire is completely out i think it's important to remember that that's okay too there is also a light inside of you that you can always hold on to. For me, that is God, the people in my life. There is a beauty in reigniting fire, which we could probably have a whole other episode about. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yes. I love how you said that because we can build another fire. That's the beauty of it. We can build so many fires if we need to. I'm just reading the question again. I want to give up because I've gotten sick of the struggle of playing with fire. How do I pull through those times? I had mentioned earlier, delegate, take a break, ask for help, hang out with friends, make it fun for yourself. But there's going to be other times where you just have to push through and you're going to have to find that inner strength. When I was moving two weeks ago from Calgary to Langley, BC, there were so many things to do in the span of four days. There is no stopping. If I don't do these things, I will not meet my goals. And my oh goal my is getting to Langley at a specific time because there was connected with people coming to set up the internet, people coming to getting the keys from the house, unloading the truck, like just a bunch of things that if I missed one deadline, it would miss like three other deadlines. And I just had to push through. The only way I could push through is because I know these yes. four days are going to be more intense. After mm -hmm. that, I can relax. I can take a couple hours on Sunday and I can relax. So there are going to be times where the reality is we are just going to have to push through. We're going to have to ask ourselves, what is it that I really want and what matters most to me? What mattered most to me was moving to Langley. That was my objective. That was my goal. Everything else, I was like, I will do anything to do that. And I literally drove a 15 foot truck and <laughs> pulled an auto transporter 
how to reverse and get stuck in places and do all these things on the journey to get here. But I was like, I will do whatever. I will do whatever it takes to get there because that is my goal. And whatever suck I'm going through right now, I'm going to push through it because I'm going to get to my goal. So I just want to empathize that. Yeah. Or empathize, emphasize that. Yes, there's going to be times where we're just going to have to push through. And what's going to give us the strength to do that is to say, how much do I really want this? Is this something that I really want? And if it is work on that inner strength and make it happen because you can. You are an amazing human being. Did you know that? This is why I would marry you. (laughs) (laughs) The guy version of you. (laughs) Would you not want to marry Deanna? Like literally she's given me so many compliments in the span of 10 minutes. I love her. Look, I know you want me to turn red and I already am, but you can't see it (laughs) on this podcast. Okay. Next question. What do you do? When you share the fire of your dream with the people you care about, and they tend to come running with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) Oh, I really like that question. That's a very good question. Our mom, she has often told me sometimes the criticizing thoughts that we hear from others can be an outward expression of inner doubts that we're already having about ourselves. And that really made me think, So if someone's coming running up to me with a fire extinguisher saying your plan isn't going to work, your dream isn't going to work, what's your backup plan? How about you become a life coach instead? Go to the water. Let's stay away from the fire. Come over here. (laughs) In that case, I think that is the perfect opportunity for me to analyze myself. It's an invitation for me to ask myself, is this what I really want? Am I truly committed? Am I going to let five people, 10 people, thousands of people with fire extinguishers come put out the fire that I want to create for myself? Because if I am, maybe this isn't even the right fire to be building in the first place. Wow. So I think when people come running with fire extinguishers, I think it's important to analyze for ourselves and decide for ourselves. And instead of being angry at those people, which I'm totally guilty of, like just being like, why are you come on like this thing can cook s'mores why are you trying to (laughs) instead of being upset with them I think we can be thankful and say well thank you for your concern thank you for worrying about me I'll consider the points that you've mentioned but I will consider them I will discuss this with myself and with whoever you feel you need to discuss this but remember in the end it's it's the rest of your life It's your decision, the life you're creating for yourself. You know what? Yes, there are times when we put fires that are hazardous. I mean, who hasn't been a teenager who has, who hasn't caused reckless fires in their life? We learn though. We learn from our mistakes and we look at the fire we're currently building and we ask ourselves, is this following previous patterns or do I actually have a safety plan here? Or do I actually see myself going through with this? The points that these people are bringing up, these concerns they have, consider them. I just think it's an amazing opportunity to just reanalyze everything and be recommitted to your fire. I love that answer. And I love your mind. It's a good opportunity to learn for yourself. Is this actually something that I actually want? And to realize where your convictions lie, 
when I was about to start my relationship, I had a friend tell me, this is not going to work. This is not the guy that you want or the guy that you need. And I listened to what he was saying and like his reasons why he thought that. But I just felt like I really want to try this. I really want to try this. And I'm so happy that I did. Then when I was going to move to Langley, I had someone say, have you thought this through? Is this actually what you want? Like, think about all these things. And I thought about it and we talked about it. And I was like, I really want to try this. And I think when people question that, I think it's an amazing opportunity to either be like, oh, you're right. Whoa, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. This is a hazardous fire. This is a fire that I don't even really want. So why, why bother doing that work? Exactly. Or to be like, no, I really want to try this. I have no idea how this is going to turn out, but I want to try. I can live with myself if I try and it blows up in my face epically in ways that I never expected. I can live with that. I really can. But what I can't live with is I can't live with myself knowing that I didn't even try, knowing that I did not even put up the fight for what I wanted. So do what you want. Play with that fire even when you're tired. Try whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Go for that dream. Fight that good fight. Play with that fire. Listen to the rest on part two. Experiment with the tools we shared today and let me know how it goes. I want to know. Subscribe, stay tuned, and join our community on Instagram under at empower.create.encourage. There are so many things I want to share with you. Remember, you can create the life, the love, the reality, and the world that you want. I believe in you. Oh, thank you.